This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Always a pleasure to have a chat with the one and only Damien Leith. How are you, mate? I'm doing really well, yeah. Good to catch up. Yeah, fantastic. Great to have you back here in Tamworth again. You are doing a very special show at the Tamworth Town Hall, and you are doing a bit of a, a homage, if you will, to the one and only Roy Orbison. Yeah, oh, look, I love Roy Orbison. I've, I've, I've been a fan for a long, long time, and, and every now and then I do a show of his songs, but this time around it's a little bit different uh, with a string quartet, so it's really stripped back and, and raw. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Lovely. No, really looking forward to that. It must be good getting back out on the road again, too, I imagine. Oh, yeah. What a crazy year. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, you know, so many gigs cancelled, so many things changed. But uh, to be back on stage, oh, honestly, I can't wait. And uh, of all places, Tamworth, you know, I, I lived in Scone for quite some time. Well, up until about two months ago. So, uh, yeah, so I've got a special, uh, you know, affection for all the uh, Upper Hunter and beyond. Yeah. Uh, Tamworth and beyond there. Yeah, absolutely love it. And you played here a few times now. I can't count how many times you've, you've performed now in Tamworth. Yeah, I'm a regular. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I've done the, the, the Country Music Festival and then standalone gigs and, and the whole lot. Yeah, I, I love it. I've got a lot of friends in Tamworth. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just one of those sort of places. It's like doing a hometown gig. Yeah, no, no, I love it. I love it. I was just I was just chatting to someone about it the other day, about you winning Australian Idol. How many years ago was that now? Would you believe it? It's 14 years today. Today is the 14th <laughs> oh, wow. anniversary. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been why I was chatting to someone about it. It must have seemed like an anniversary or something like that and gone, wow, has it been that long? That's... yeah. That's unbelievable, in- isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. No, f- just phenomenal. How's 2020 been for you? Uh, you know, overall, how, how are you doing? You know, uh, honestly, I've, I've been fortunate enough that uh, I, I've actually still been quite busy throughout the year. So I, I've been very, very lucky. I mean, it, it has been a crazy year. I had plans of going home to Ireland and visiting the family and all this sort of stuff. And obviously, that they're all gone. But but in the grand scheme of things, I can't complain. I, I, I've been very, very lucky throughout this year. Uh, a different year. Such a different year uh, than I planned or anyone else planned for that matter. But, uh, but we're hanging in there and just looking forward to the new year, just to signal, you know, uh, changing, you know, <laughs> turning the page to a, a, a whole new sort of day. How, how, how are your family doing over there in Ireland? I know they got hit fairly badly with COVID. Um, how are they? Are they good? Yeah, look, they're doing all right. They're in uh, full lockdown at the moment. So the the lockdown was reintroduced about two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, and, and fairly much throughout Ireland, what we experience here in Victoria, all of Ireland's experience we're experiencing right now. So they're, yeah, they're all a little bit down by it. And, you know, everybody's obviously fed up of it. But, um, but I think they're all optimistic. They're all just hanging in there hoping that Christmas will... Uh, give them a bit of a break, and you know, I think that's what they're all looking forward to. They're all they're all working hard just to get to Christmas. You're obviously absolutely loving being here in in, in Australia. You still enjoying it all? Yeah, oh, I love Australia. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's funny. I was chatting with someone the other day about you know coming over here. Uh, that was like 17 years ago. 17 years Crazy. ago, I came over on, on on a holiday. It was a holiday with my wife. She's Australian. And um, we got jobs, and 17 years later, we're still here. So, um, yeah, it's a fantastic country. Yeah, no, no, lovely. What are you looking forward to? And obviously, more live music starting to open up. You've been able to get out there and tour a little bit more, hopefully, over the next 12 months or so. Are you looking forward to that? 
Uh, look, I can't wait for that. I'm also, I'm pretty excited as well. My, my wife and I, we, we wrote a movie and we filmed it. Um, it was actually based in Murundi, so not far from Tampa. Cool. And um, yeah, so next year, I'm, I'm excited that that will eventually come out. Uh, it got hit by COVID and got delayed and all sorts of other things. Uh, but next year, you know, one way or another, it's coming out. So I'm excited by that as well. Lovely. When you do another concert, what are you looking at doing after you've done Roy Orbison now? Uh, what's next? Original material for you? Or are you looking to pay in another homage to someone? Well, I, I'm, for, for the movie, the movie actually features original music throughout. So, yeah. so, so that'll be, as soon as that movie's out, then I'll, I'll back it up with a tour. But I think in between then, I, I do a show with a good mate of mine called Darren Coggan, which yeah. everybody in Tamworth would know. Uh, he's great. Uh, the two of us do this um, Beatles show. It's like, uh, it's just the two of us. Uh, we we kind of play the Beatles songs as they were written by Lennon and McCartney. So uh, so I reckon that'll be the next thing. I'll, I'll do a, a small run of that. Fantastic. Now, looking forward to that. So good to have a chat with you, Damien. Thank you so much. All the best with your concert here at the Tamworth Town Hall, and we'll chat again soon. Uh, absolutely. Thanks a million. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Shepherd Geronimo here at 92.9. Geronimo! And then splash sound effect, which I don't have. Mm, bombs away. I got the smash for cash sound. Can we insert that in there? Hey, let's see if this works. Geronimo! Kinda. Kinda. Didn't mind that, actually. 826, <laughs> when have you uh, got a find that you... Don't think you should have got. I mean, every, naughty every time. People. Every uh, time. Yeah, every but every single time. You were naughty once and you got a fine. It's actually the only parking fine I've ever had. Just going to put that out there. Yeah. I was at an unpaid internship at a radio station, actually, in yeah. Newcastle. We like them. And obviously, you start really early. So I got there five. Didn't have to do parking. They've got the same kind of app as here in Tamworth where you can yeah. do it automatically from your phone. Stop it, increase it. It is really convenient. Uh, but I have a theory that they use it to get people because of what happened to me mm, this day. Yes. So I parked at five, was working, and then I had like set myself an alarm to turn it on at nine o'clock. So I turned it on till 12 because that's when I would normally leave. Yeah. And then at 11.30, someone was like, hey, do you want to come in our promo van? I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Yeah. Go out, gets to 12.30, and I was like, oh, my God, my parking ran out. So get on my app. Yeah. And I turn it on till like three just in case yep. I'm out all day. Get back to my car at two thirty, and I had a ticket. In that half an hour that yep. you didn't pay, they yep. pinged you. In that half an hour window. Yep. And busted. I paid afterwards. Yeah. Like so, yeah. I was like, okay, this surely like yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on the website it says like if there's extenuating circumstances, yeah. let us know. And I'm yeah. thinking, I this is the perfect case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open I was at shot. An, a student at an unpaid internship. Your mum's a lawyer. <laughs> I was like, come on, you know, well, no, she was like, I'm not putting my name on this. No. <laughs> that, should, that should have been the sign from the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, come on, okay, yeah. I'm a student, I'm not earning any money. I didn't earn any money from, like, parking there. Like, yeah. I wasn't at a job. I no. was at working for free. Yeah. Um, and it was only half an hour, and I sent them screenshots of yeah. the two times that I had paid yeah. that clearly had a half an hour window, and they just said, no, hand us $300. Wow. Yeah. That's nasty. I reckon that's pretty unfair. That's very unfair, I think. And I and I think that they can tell when it expires and they go check. 
Because Spiro said. Because how do you get it in that half an hour window? Like, what are the odds? Wouldn't surprise me. Do you I know reckon what I mean? they got. Uh, yeah, I reckon they got logins to the back, the back end of the computer system, the back end of the mainframe. Yeah, and they can check that stuff. They're like, oh, one's expired here. Let's go check it out. Yeah. I better stop now. It's getting a bit Alex Jonesy. Um, <laughs> Tash Dawson, I love this. My mum was licensed checked picking up the younger brothers from primary school, and uh, I'm assuming the police officer said, "Sorry, ma'am." They always say that, don't they? But your license is suspended and listed as a warrant for your arrest. What? That's exactly what Tash did. The fine was that old; they couldn't tell her what it was for but had to hand herself in after dropping us kids home. Long story short, it was an unpaid fine from 1981. Oh, my gosh. That sounds ridiculous. A warrant for arrest yeah. over a fine. From, like, 81. From, wow. like, 20... I don't, I don't know what year this happened. I feel Tad, like if I'm it gets... Recently-ish. If, if you can evade it for at least a decade, it's like, wipe it out, guys. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> depends what it's for. True, true. Right, depends what it's for. But what was it, like a parking fine? I, I, I'm not sure. Tash didn't say, but, yeah, that's a good story. Like and imagine that. if, like, you know, back in the 80s she was a bit of a rebel, but now she's got kids and she's, yeah. like, fully calmed yeah. down. All of a sudden the police are like, <laughs> warrant for your arrest. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Uh, Lisa, she got a fine for the towball obstructing the number plate. Do you know what? That is bad, though. Sorry. Yeah. Lisa, you're bad. That's like when people put the bike Naughty. rack on and yes. they don't have the number plate yeah. and you're like, tut, tut, tut. You need to get the old bit of cardboard beer carton. And the texture, and that you need to write the flow. number plate on it. No, that's incorrect. No? Don't oh, listen to do JB. That? Oh, sorry. that does not count. You will get a final. So I saw, I saw someone on the weekend that had that. And they even, this guy must have like grown up watching Art Attack as a kid or something. He even <laughs> wrote the slogan for New South Wales under it. Oh, do you know underneath what? Underneath the number plate. Well done. That's, if I was a cop, I'd be like, ah, uh, yeah. I'll let that one slide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're in radio and not police officers. <laughs> This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Bizarre phobias. We're going to chat about weird phobias. No judgment here, okay? No judgment at all. We're just calling them weird. That's all. But otherwise, no Look, judgment. I hate touching cotton wool. I can't stand it. Cotton balls, yeah, really? they come in the pack. I hate that. It's the disgusting feeling ever. Oh my god, it's you're getting gross. the full heebie-jeebies just talking about there it. There was a show years ago on Channel Nine uh, called "Don't Forget Your Toothbrush." It was hosted by what? Tim Ferguson. It was a brilliant show, and it was very wacky and zany. And there was a guy in the audience, right? who said that he hated cotton balls, cotton wool. Oh, no. So they dropped a oh. whole truckload on top of the guy. Did he have that a full anxiety like, attack? That's hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was the 90s. Didn't care. <laughs> they were like, yeah. no HR. No, no HR department back then. That was the Kerry Packer days at 90. It would be like, yeah, drop more on there. Get a truck in there and drown him in it. It's all good. Wow. Weird phobia. So that's mine. This is why it's a no judgment zone. Okay. All well, right. I feel like I have kind of like a phobia of snakes. That's pretty usual. Yeah. So, but I do know someone who is very, very scared of strawberries. Strawberries. Yeah. Now this guy is like the CEO of a major um, 
like design company in Sydney who have contracts with like the defense forces and stuff. Yeah. And he like sits in, you know, boardrooms and he's like really serious and like the big, big boss man. Yeah. And he's petrified of strawberries. So like his work, um, cause they have 3D printers and things yes. like that. They, <laughs> they did a 3D printout of a massive, and I mean like 50 centimeters, like strawberry, put it on the back of the only male toilet door. So he, he went into the bathroom, obviously locks the door, and yes. then he's like stuck there. And the strawberry is like on the door, so he couldn't get out. And they said they heard him scream. And I was like, that is so mean, but funny. Very good. There was, there was a, a lovely girl here that did work experience a while back. This is on air. Some longtime listeners of the show might remember called Claire, who was petrified of bananas. Oh, okay. And I got her on where you're sitting right now and I pulled a banana out while oh, she was no, talking and, yeah, froze. <laughs> Silence, great radio. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Um, Sam hates looking at veins. I hope Sam's not a nurse. I'm sure I, Sam's not a nurse. I don't think Sam's a nurse. Sam hates looking at veins on hands or wrists. Um, someone hates, Interesting. someone hates, like has a phobia of birds because of their beaks and their flappy wings. <laughs> oh my God. Um, what do you do in magpie season? Uh, Just stay indoors. Yeah, lockdown. <laughs> uh, some, I think this is kind of common. I don't know. I'm kind of got a phobia of this. It's not very pleasant and that's vomiting. Oh uh, yeah. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. I think a lot of people have the, the, um, spew phobia. Yeah. I mean, I know that if someone else spews around me, I cannot be there because no. it would make me also. And some of the peculiar ones, Charlotte, I like this, especially in winter, touching warm paper from the printer. Can't stand that. Really? I feel yeah. like that would be a bonus in winter. Yeah, I'd like that. I don't know. Charlotte, is it just the warm paper fresh from the printer or paper in general? Like, do you have to get someone know, to read your books? You know, but like pr- something that's been printed does have like a bit of a different touch to it because it's gone through the printer. So there's like, sometimes there's a bit of static on there as well. Yeah, really? Do you ever get that feeling? No. Okay. When no. I'm like about to do the news and I'm running really late and I print like seven things at once, they come out with a bit of static. Yeah, right. You get the zap. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably all our carpet we have around here as well. <laughs> our lovely carpet. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. I love these kind of stories. The spine tingling, sort of the hair raises on the back of your neck. This is an incredible story from one of our local coals involving local Jody. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really well, really well. I saw this on, our, on, on the Coles Facebook page yesterday. This is just a lovely story, but... A little bit sort of uh, spine tingling as well. Jody. tell us all yes, about it. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Um, well, my grandmother passed away on um, the 11th of November, and last week it was her funeral, and um, my family asked me to get up and speak at her funeral and, and deliver a eulogy, and we just sort of spoke about, um, you know, memories as, as, as a child, and I mentioned in my eulogy that one of my favourite memories with my grandmother was that she would give us portions of ice cream and go on the top. And that was really, you know, one of my favourite memories as a child. And, and um, the other day I was unpacking my Coles grocery order and, yeah, I, I came across 
a box of portions of ice cream that were the exact same thing that Grandma gave to us as kids. So, yeah, it was um, something that I hadn't ordered, and yeah, I can't explain it. It was not on my on my itemised order list, and yeah, it was just a mystery how it turned up. That is just bizarre. So you you'd be at the funeral, you'd be. You'd been talking about how your grandma used to love this. Uh, I think it's Peter's Light and Creamy Classic Vanilla Slabs. And yeah. used to love loading all the Milo and stuff like that on the top of it. And then you didn't yeah. you didn't even, you didn't put this on the order or anything like that. And it's just popped up there. Just yep, Wooshka. Sure that, yep. that is crazy. Yeah. But what's even crazier, though, is that when, when my grandmother passed away, I, I said to my father that all I ever wanted was her clock. And uh, I brought it home with me and I hung it on my wall and I decided not to put a battery in it. I just wanted to leave it at the time that it had stopped ticking for her. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it took me about an hour after my order arrived to realise, oh, my gosh, like the order came basically at the same time that, wow. that the clock had stopped. So, yeah, maybe it was a little message. But, yeah. yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you, you've had sort of interest about this... Uh, Bizarre Coles order from uh, interstate as well, I understand. You've had journos knocking on your door. <laughs> I'm not knocking on the door, but yeah, they, they did ask, they write a yeah. story about that. And I know that my grandmother would have just got a real kick out of knowing yeah. that she's going a bit viral about this ice cream. So, yeah. <laughs> all, all, all you needed was a Milo to go with it to put on the top. Oh, absolutely. And, need- and honestly, once I got all my groceries packed away and I had a little bit of a cry, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down with her favourite blanket, have a Milo ice cream and, and just sit there and remember the good times. So it was very special. Yeah. No, I, I love that. Look, regardless of whether you believe in these things or not, those bizarre coincidences that make the hair on the back of your neck stand up, I love those kind of stories. Jody, thank you so much for the chat. All the best and uh, my well wishes as well, okay? Thank you very much. And could I also just quickly say yes. a big thank you to the Cole staff, the uh, the people that pack the orders and do the deliveries. They always do a phenomenal job. And just wanted to say thank you very much to the man that brought my order that day. I don't think you realised what a what a wonderful thing he did that day by bringing that box of ice cream to me. No, not a worry. All good. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jody. All okay. the best. Thank you. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Good morning, Tony. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very well, very well. Do much on the weekend? Um, I had a friend's birthday party wine tour. Ooh. Very delicious. Wine tour? Yeah. Lovely. Went around the Hunter Valley a few places. Very nice. Checked out the wine. Sampled yeah. a little bit of cheese. Beautiful. Had a little pretentious competition with no, one of the guys. You don't say. <laughs> he was like, with he, what? He had. I mean, he was fabulous, actually. But yeah. he had all these like really <laughs> weird and pretentious anecdotes for each one at yeah. the one place. Yeah. And then I'm never this person, but honestly, the glass of water that I had tasted so weird. Yeah. And I asked for a new one and all of my friends just would not let me live it down. (laughs) (laughs) But I made like three of them taste it and they all agreed with me that it did taste really strange. Yeah, right. And then the guy was like, oh, yeah, our filter got changed. And so, (laughs) but honestly, because we were all kind of like giggling about his like pretentious stories. And then I was like, can I have a new water? (laughs) (laughs) I interviewed years ago... uh, I'm I'm going to stuff this word up. Is it uh, water sommelier? A sommelier? Yes. Yeah, som- <laughs> I told you I was going to stuff it. See, I'm not pretentious enough There's to even get one? the word wrong. Yeah, this guy. So he's surprise, surprise. No offense. 
He's French. Yeah. And he's the world's first accredited probably accredited himself, but whatever. He <laughs> he thought of it. He can have he can have the awards and the medals and the accreditations. He's the world's first water sommelier. Yeah. And um, he was out here for a tour trying our That's wild. Our water. Uh I don't think any of them got any rave reviews, but um, yeah, no, he's these uh, apparently like spring water companies and all that. Pay him you know, to get a good rating. Maybe not Mount Franklin, but you know some of the you know the what is it Evian and uh, maybe the Fuji and all of that. Yeah. Pay him a little bit of money, and he uh, he rates them. I, I wonder if he tried. It. I, I'd I'd love to send him some of our Tamworth Chaffee Dam water for him to try. Well, I mean, I drink from the tap here. Yeah. I have no problems with yeah, it. Like I, I really am not that. No, kind of person, no. but I needed. It was really hot in the valley, yes. and I needed like some water. Yeah, and fair enough. I the, just the wine wasn't quenching the thirst. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Well, also wanted to like clean my glass out. Yes. You know? yes. Um So I. I like drank some of it and I was like, that's weird. So I drank a little bit more and I was like, no, nah, that's definitely weird. And I was like, someone else try this. And one of the girls was like, yeah, it's weird. So I asked for a new glass and then like all of my like male friends were like, oh, she only wants Evian. And I was yeah. like, no, I just want to not choke. Surprised he didn't hire you as like a wine professional taster after that if you notice that the the filter hadn't been changed yeah well done well no very they, nice that he was definitely afterwards he just joined the rest of them in ripping me yeah. off um. <laughs> the table's turned yeah. this is the best of jb for breakfast on 92.9 this is what we scrounge up from breakfast with jb on 92.9 time to get slightly snobby with letters from townworth Time to open up the envelope, see what's going on. I think Tamworth, Staffordshire, they're on level three of the new Rona rules. Are they? Yeah, you know how Mm. Boris is... They've come out of lockdown now, but they're on those, like, different levels. Yeah, different yeah. Tiers. makes sense, I think. They're on the highest. Are they? Level three. Must be rampant. Poor buggers. Yeah, it is. It's horrible. What have we got today? Tough to get out of the envelope today. There we go. Uh, a homeowner was left furious after binmen didn't empty... That's what they call the, the rubbish collectors over there. Binmen. I love binman. it. It's been the old binmen. My dad's a binmen and a chimney sweeper too. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, after the binmen didn't empty his recycling bin because of residue left in a Pepsi bottle. <laughs> wow. I can't believe they actually looked at it. How would they find that? I don't know. Must have had a bit of a squeeze. Bit of the old sticky bait. They were just like looking around in at first. Is there anything in here that we want to <laughs> yeah, keep? Scab, yeah. That must be a very, very long round to pick up all those bins if they're looking through every bin first. <laughs> uh, the resident who didn't want to be named said he arrived home to find his blue recycling bin. There's a blue over there. So he doesn't want to be named because he knows that he did the wrong thing. <laughs> no, but this is a bit, this is petty. Um, you can't recycle it if there's liquid in they there. They got a yellow notice telling him to call the Tamworth Council, and when he did, he was gobsmacked to discover it was because of a tiny bit of Pepsi Max had been left inside the bottle. We're talking like the the dreg. Well, like I the feel like tini- tiny little tini- bit on the bottom. Tiny is a descriptive and very subjective word. I'll get you the photo. Oh, it okay. is puny. There's a photo. Yeah, there is. It's like you know the tiny little bit, like when you empty it out, but you are. couldn't quite get. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that much. It would be like four mils. Wow. Um, and look, I know, and this is again the link between our Tamworth Council and their Tamworth Council. 
we've got the, all the recycling stuff going on at the moment and those amazing adverts at the moment saying, you know, recycling's done by hand and it everything is. like that. It is, I know. But, you know, surely... So that means someone else a, has to go and empty it and wash it out, whereas you could just do it before you put it in the bin. Yeah. Anyway, the man... Let's see what's in JB's bin. (laughs) Um, He said, I just couldn't believe it. I was angry when I found out my recycling bin hadn't been emptied, but when I called the council and spoke to the lady in the refuge department... Did he get put through to the right department? Was he talking to the refugee department or was he talking to rubbish? I was left gobsmacked. She said my bin hadn't been emptied because there was a tiny little dribble in the bottom of the bottle, which I said was incredibly petty. (laughs) It's petty Um, because he's not the one that had to do it, but someone else is going to have to do it for him. She said people are expected to wash their bottles, tins and containers before placing them in a bin. Yeah. Were you working for these guys? Um, She said that... This was recycling guidance, which householders are expected to follow. However, he said this was certainly news to him. He thinks it's crazy, but apparently it's happened to a lot of people. They go, maybe they need to run some ads over there like what we I do feel here. Like they're, they're making an effort to step it up so mm. that these, the recycling can become, uh, you know, mm. resource, not mm. waste. But if you don't clean it out and you do the wrong thing, you put the wrong stuff in there, it's just got to go in the bin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they need a... a you know what I mean? Better, yeah, know what I'm saying. <laughs> they, need, they need to... Um, they, I think they need to advertise this more over yeah. there. I think that's their problem. I, I would, think we I need would, to get our people agree. talking to their people and they need to advertise yeah. this more. You know, maybe some of, our, yeah, some of our radio ads we could send over there, they'd probably be like, what's all these What's all these people with them weird accents doing on the radio? They might actually get some people's attention. Maybe, it might. Maybe Bit we should send through. some Aussie ones being like, oi, clean it before you spin it, mate. <laughs> I like that. And then we'll just send the, the don't be a tosser ones. <laughs> yeah. They, I, think, I think they will froth. Don't be a They'd tosser, mate. Yeah. They'd be like, whoa, oh, that's gonna, that's true. Don't Couldn't you guys tosser. afford Hugh Jackman to do your ads? No, I'm saying, who are these unlikely lads? <laughs> who are these unlikely lads? What, Tony and JB from the radio? What, you couldn't get the Hemsworths? That's what they'd be saying. <laughs> too busy surfing in Byron, right? Relax. <laughs> and I, I don't know, why is there recycling bins blue bins? Didn't they get the memo that everything with recycling has to be green? What's going on there? They've got what's going Ours on there? Green. They've got How's a yellow. <laughs> JB, I was thinking I'm gardening. very concerned about your um, <laughs> no, no, it's early in the morning. Recycling habits yes, now. No, I, I was thinking green waste. Put them in the green bin. <laughs> I'm surprised Don't go you haven't my gotten a letter yet. <laughs> Tamworth <laughs> Council, if you're listening, JB needs a heads up. <laughs> All right, fine. Why can't we change that so the recycling's the green bin then? I've actually always and thought green that, waste. but that's because green waste is going in the green bin. I don't think you could change the yellow bin. The yellow bin is synonymous with recycling in Australia now, or yeah, at least okay. in New South Wales. Yeah, all right. That's cool. Well, I wonder what their green waste bins are then. If they got recycling in blue... I, do you reckon they'd be green? We'll have I'm to gonna, find this I'm out. I'm going to say I think a lot of people in England don't have green space. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, they got like a, a one pot plant on the yeah. on the indoor shelf. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. Anyway, uh, maybe a Venus flytrap. Anyway, we're going to have a little um, session after this. Yeah. And teach JB how to recycle. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9.